1: All right, welcome back, everybody. It's 8.02 right now, and uh, Nick Sirianni, who is not on the line yet, is brought to you by Bud Light. Join Ava Graham at Doc's Irish Pub in Gilbert'sville Friday. Uh, that's uh, Friday night. It's the next Bud Light Eagles pep rally win Eagles tickets, meet Eagles players, and win signed merchandise. Now, I'm, I, I got to wait. I can't. I was about to play a bit Right, uh, Howie Roseman's vo- voicemail. I will play it right after the coach comes on that could have been extremely awkward. He may have enjoyed it. He may have enjoyed it, but something tells me he might not have. (laughs) Uh, And uh, why take the risk? Ladies and gentlemen, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Sirianni. Hi, Nick. Hey, Angela. How you doing? Hey, Nick, uh, last night, I'm not sure you were watching Monday night football, but I'm pretty sure by now you've heard what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, What's your reaction? What are are your thoughts this morning?
2: Yeah, just, uh, man, it's, yeah, you uh it puts everything in perspective that you know, you come you come uh back to work and you have a loss that you're really upset about and you're and you're and you're thinking about that and then something like that happens at night and just puts puts everything in perspective of how, you know, you know, it's just this, these players put their bodies on the line and um, you know, I know we got some guys that that know him, um and, and you know, first thought is obviously for the kid that he's okay um and then you want to check on your guys that that know him um and then you start to think a lot of things go through your mind right and you think about uh Josh Sweat and how fortunate he is that he was able to get up and um you know and, and be okay um so it it's just it's tough to watch i think my my exact words to not, you know is that i was just kind of in shock um because you don't you don't see that very often and uh you don't see that happen in this game very often. And, uh, it's it's a violent sport as we know. Um, but you know, just, you know, just, uh, and I thought about everything is how, how you would lead the team in that matter and, and everything. So, I mean, there's just so many things go through your mind there. And, uh, at the end of the day, I just hope and pray that, that okay. And, uh, that the people that are close to him are okay. And, uh, and that, that he'll, he'll fight through this and, and, and get up from this and that, uh, you know, the, the, like I said, everybody that, that knows him and loves him um, uh, can be comforted at this time.
1: And, and, Nick, it was especially haunting for Eagles fans because they had seen what happened to Josh on Sunday. And I'm just wondering, you know, I, I've had players have already called in today who have said that when you see that it's difficult to resume playing. Is there a chance that Josh being injured the way he was had an effect on the way your team played Sunday? You know, um, obviously,
2: anything like that's gonna affect you. Um, what one? You know, when when Josh, you know, we won't ever use that as an excuse though. But when Josh was um, was on the field, you know, you know, Josh was he was itching to get up. You know, he he, you know, he was you know. But they have to. Our doctors and our our medical team have to go through the right precautions. Um, you know, one, one thing that was cool to see on the field is that you know Josh was was laying flat down on his face and. Fletch was kind of ta- Fletch was talking to him like, you OK, Josh and Josh was, and him were laughing back and forth. And and so I, I think for myself and for some of those guys that were out there, we're able to see, you know, Josh moving a little bit and, and Josh joking around and talking to Fletch. That, that was comforting to, to us. And, and uh, we were obviously able to relay that to the rest of our team. Um, but I, I wouldn't say that that affected us in a sense that of how we played. And, you know, we, we did that on our own.
1: Well, that's, I guess, the next thing, Nick. We're all trying to understand the team's worst performance of the season in a game that meant so much, not just in the standings, but draft positioning and all that. How do you – I mean, you got a couple of days now since it happened. How do you explain it?
2: Yeah, I would say it's our, our worst offensive performance. I thought special teams did a lot of good things. I thought the defense played a very good game, um, and I think it was our worst offensive performance in and, and, – and so, but this is a team game, and so you know it's you know when it when one unit is down we we all are down, and so you know we didn't coach good enough on offense, uh, we didn't put the guys in position to make enough plays and and we didn't and we didn't execute it's always going to come down to that and uh you know it's always but you always got to look at yourself in the mirror first, obviously there's going to be calls that we want back there's going to be little certain situations man I should have put Devontae on the outside edge of the numbers instead of the inside edge of the numbers I mean it's a good it's a good process to be able to drag your you don't want to have to drag yourself through the mud but drag yourself through the mud uh, get dirty with it get you know beat yourself up about it because that's how you get better from it but then move on um, move on and have that dog mentality from it but there was there was just a lot of things that that went wrong right with that and Again, I felt like it started with, with us as coaches not putting them in the right spots. Um, and then we had some uncharacteristic things that we, that we did in that game.
1: Well, I want to challenge the, the uh, good performance you said the defa- defense had in a second. Of course, of course you do. But, 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 Nick, I want to start with uh, uh, what happened on offense. Four three and outs to start a game. The, you guys had been the script against the Giants in that beautiful first drive when you faced them before. Mm-hmm. Nick, how does it go from that to four, three and outs in a row? Is yeah, it because Jalen's not there? What do you think it is?
2: No, I, I, you know, obviously, anytime you're missing one of your best players, that that you know, and with him and Lane, I mean that, of course, I mean they're their best players at their position in the NFL for a reason, and um, that that's always that's always uh, uh, that has some effect, but that doesn't that doesn't mean we, went, you know, that it's that's what which you know that you have four, three and outs like that was. Um, really bad uh, on our part. Like we, you know, you're behind the sticks and, and that's one of the worst things you can do. I think on, on three of those, like one of them, we had them at third and two, actually, I'm sorry. We had a third and two and a third and three, and we didn't convert on those. And, and we have been converting on those. So, but then the other two were third and forever. Right. And so when you don't win on first and second down, um, you know, you know, that it's really hard to convert on third and uh, third and forever. And so we were really bad on third down of of keeping drives alive. Um, two of them, because, you know, two of them we lost because, you know, we were so bad on first and second down and two of them, we lost, you know, with, with, uh, you know, I, I didn't love the design of the play on the third and two for, you know, that I, like I was the one I was talking, put Devontae on the outside edge as opposed to the inside edge. Um, you know, but on the other one, they just covered it well, but, um, yeah, so, I mean, that that's where, you know, that, not, not converting on third down, whether because you couldn't or because, you know, because it was too long or just because of some execution or coaching things.
1: Hey, Nick, all that having been said, you got a shot here in the fourth quarter and you got a fourth and one around midfield and uh, the quarterback sneak. I know now you've gotten a chance to really look at it. Any second thoughts on making that call in that spot?
2: You know, obviously, any anytime it doesn't work the way you want it to work, you're always gonna, dig, you got to drag yourself through the mud. I can't say that enough. Like you gotta, you gotta just be, beat yourself up and think about everything you could have done better um, to um, to help your team win. And we all got to do that. And that's that's the signs of, of of a good team when you when you are all, when you all are doing that. Um, you know, I had conviction in the call, be, and 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 again, it wasn't. It wasn't blind faith. Like we've been really good at that call, and we're, and we're good at that call because of Jason Kelsey, because of Landon Dickerson, because of, of Isaac, um, and it just didn't work on this particular one. Had I had I need to do that that call again in that same scenario, um, I would do it. I'd do it again. I, I'm not convicted in the call. It didn't work out. Uh, but those are things I gotta I gotta live with as the head coach, and I understand. I understand there that uh, when it works. It works, and when it doesn't, it's, it's going to be on me, and that's, that's part of my job. And, uh, um, but I, I believe in the guys, and I, believe, uh, I believed in the
1: call. Hey, Nick, in most games, Miles Sanders averages over five yards a carry. He had 12 carries. He averaged 5.1, only got 22 snaps, the lowest number this season. Can you explain what was going on with Miles?
2: Yeah, with Miles, you know, we we uh, you know he was he was he was in the brace um, that now he was healthy enough to go, but we were the plan was to to his workload not to be quite as much, you know, just because of his situation that he was in, um, and so there was a little bit more of shared uh, responsibilities in that game, partly because of that and partly because we had two long we had two two minute drives, a couple two minute drives, and then two minute drives. Kenny Gainwell's our back in that particular case. Um, as far as you know, some of the carries early on. Obviously, when you get when you get behind the sticks, it's tough. Right? We we passed the first play of the game, right? And uh, I'll keep the reasons why we passed the first play of the game here. But we always going to have a reason of why we do things um, based off of what the defense is doing. Um, we put ourselves in second and long, and in second and long, you want to try to get yourself to a manageable third down. And and sometimes it's a run play, and sometimes it's not. And that was in that particular case, it was not. Um, and and that's kind of how the a couple of those drives went in the first half. Uh, you know, the second drive we came out, handed him the ball uh, two times, and then the third time with an option to hand him the ball. Um, and you know, you know, so it was just a little bit how the game was played, um, a little bit uh, just uh, with his, You know, with him uh, not being, uh, he was full strength, but he just we just needed to be, we just needed to be careful on some things with him, um, just with, with how he was feeling.
1: That makes sense. On defense, Nick, I realize they held the team to 13 points. That's always a a more than acceptable number. But 37 minutes time of possession, 20 for 24 by the passes. again, often into a soft zone. Um, Are those numbers okay for you? Do they concern you that other teams seem to be better now at controlling the ball against your defense?
2: Yeah, sure. That, that's a good question, Angela. I think the, the best way to explain the time of possession is our lack of uh, possessing the football on offense. Now that first drive, there's a lot that goes into that first drive. They they gave us their best punch there on offense. They really did. And then our defense buttoned up the rest of the game and now to have a nine minute drive, that's, that's a long drive to start the game off. And that contributes to that, that uh, off whack um, uh, time of possession. But we're, but it's the three and outs that really, really contribute to that, um, and a tribute to them too. They went for it on fourth, and I don't know, was it five around around midfield, somewhere around midfield there, yeah. yes. um, and, and and they got it. So you know, again, you know, you'd want to get off the field on on third down, um, you know, in that game early in that game, but they did a good job of keeping it. Unlike what we did, they did a good job of keeping it at third and manageable, or going for it on fourth down. Um, and like, like, I said, after that, I just thought the defense played outstanding, uh, getting after the quarterback as far as your question on the, um, you know, the completions, uh, you know, when a guy's holding the football and getting sacked seven times, like, of course, we have great rushers and there's sometimes that those rushers go through the line of scrimmage. Like, did anyone even block those guys there? But then there's sometimes it's, it's a team game and there's sometimes where there's nowhere for the ball to get out. So in my opinion, I, I count sacks like that where I see it, you know, I see those as, as incompletions too. Except in fact, they're a little worse than incompletions in the sense that they lost yards and it didn't just go back to the original spot. And so, um, you know, I, I, I didn't think they, I just thought our defense, I thought our defense played an outstanding game, um, you know, with the exception of that first drive, but they get paid too. And, uh, you know, they, they did a good job on that first drive. I always got to give them credit as well. Uh, but, um, I think the defense. I def- think the defense played a good
1: game. All right, Nick. Two other quick ones. One is uh, now that this Giants game is so important, will that have any bearing on whether or not you play Jalen Hurts on Sunday?
2: You know, it, it, and it goes just goes back to, to Jalen being healthy enough to play. Right? It's not every game's big. I mean, shoot, the last two games were were big too. Um, and, but Jalen wasn't quite there yet to be ready to play. If Jalen's ready to play health wise. Um, then we'll play him and you know and I, and I think yesterday especially seeing yesterday and Demar and everything like that like we got, we got to think of our player safety first and foremost every single time and and regardless of the circumstances of you know this is a must win or you know this this has to happen here like that is that will, will always always be my first uh requirement is if the player is healthy enough to play and we don't put him at risk to, to put his body in danger um, just because we want to, because we perceive it as a must win. Uh, these guys will play through anything if we allowed them to. Um, I, and I know Jalen, you know, I know Sweat's already, I, mean, I talked to Sweat yesterday, he wants to play in this game. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it's got, these guys are awesome. I, I love these guys. And, but, you know, it, I, we're not, I'm not the expert. They're not the expert. We have to listen to the experts and we have to always do what's best for our guys um as far as their health and that will never ever change here uh any team i ever coach
1: that's very cool about sweat uh, i'm just curious <laughs> the last thing i think this is a fan question here nick how worried are you that you're not playing the best football as the games now become so essential
2: yeah you know obviously these last two games have been um you know have been uh you want you want the parts of those games back obviously right uh and, and and on different sides, right? I think the special teams have been playing good for the last month and a half or so. So they're they're on the rise. I think you know the defense, um, you know, have have some game. You, you have some dips, and you always want to have that. I mean, I know you can't see me because we're on radio, but I'm 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 doing that steady rise with my hand. You always want to have that steady rise, but also understanding that there's going to be dips as long as you get back on that rise. And and all we can do is we really believe in our process of the way we go about our business. It's not just, it's not just talk. Like we are going to go back to what we're going to drag ourselves through the freaking mud and get in and say to ourselves, this is what we messed up. We are going to, we're going to, we're going to do our best to fix that. We're going to practice hard. We're going to walk through hard. We're going to meet hard. Um, and, and we're going to get back on that trajectory of, of going, of going upwards as a team. Right. Again, like there's like, like you said, like, there's been there's been dips on sides of the ball again. I think the special teams has been on a steady rise. Um, I think the defense has been on a rise. They have a little dip and then they go back up. I think the offense has been on a rise. Have a little dip and now we're gonna and we're gonna keep going back up. And the way you keep going back up is about your process. And it, and and I know to the outside world, right? Is it's always about results. It's always about results. But if your process is right, right, the results will take care of itself. They didn't these last two weeks. But we know that we we will continue to get better as long as we're going about our work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, you know Saturday until we play on Sunday.
1: Nick, please win on Sunday. We really want you to win, please. <laughs> <laughs> Nick.
2: All right, Angela. We'll we'll do our best. You know that we'll go out right. there and we'll. Uh, I can't wait to see our fans out there supporting us and
1: um, you know
2: we're, we'll we'll go out there and fight. I know that.
1: Thanks, Nick. Good luck, right, Angela. Thanks, Nick.
2: Syria.